Hey, hello, how you doing? Welcome to uh, welcome to Kung Fu Junto episode uh, eighty four. All right, listen, this is the host. Uh, don't worry about what my name is. All right, you're asking too many questions. All right, but uh, Paulie, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Paulie's uh, bringing the new year over here. Whatever. All right, so uh, it's episode forty. Uh, let me get out of here. I, I, I got thoughts. I got stuff. Please, to do. I'm out of here. <laughs> nah, you're not worth it. I mean, oh, but seriously, folks, hello and welcome to Comfort Junto episode. We're not. You can't. Eighty four. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. This is the way we go out. I'm the creative director of Bear Fruit, and I'm here with my co-host Adam Jingle all the way. <laughs> I don't terrorist. I do. I do. I That's do. Right. A Jingle All the Way. That's correct. Uh, AKA one of my favorite holiday films mm-hmm. starring Yamans, mm-hmm. The Terminator. That's right. And Sinbad. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Jingle All the Way is a classic. Uh, I enjoyed my holiday watching classic Christmas films, That's such gonna, as this one. That's what I'm going to do for the after Christmas Christmas party. Yeah. Tomorrow. Let yeah. Put on some holiday movies, uh-huh. but the ones. That people don't expect. Oh, like Gremlins! Yeah, I, that was the movie that I watched on this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timory and I sat down. We had some breakfast in the morning. It is a tradition in my household to make a breakfast sandwich, some bagels, some eggs, mm-hmm. make it a whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. I put on Gremlins. She had not seen it before. Huh? I love Gremlins so much. Hey, man, so much. There's a lot of movies that are. It cr- is low Christmas key, not movies. even low key, super racist, but. I haven't watched it in years. Great movie. It probably is. Oh yeah. I mean, to think about where they what got was Gizmo, it where they. Back yeah, in the day? I mean, just about yeah, a lot. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, when you go back in time and you look at some of those things that you love, and you're like, mm. <laughs> let me tell you what I watch, which is completely off topic. Yeah. But I just want to make a recommendation for those of you at home who are listening to the Junto, the toys that made us. That was a fantastic series on Netflix. Fantastic series. Woo. Yo. Man. But you know about G.I. Joe. That's not a Dawson action figure. Which, Come on now. G.I. Joe, Barbie. He-Man was made He-Man, like, basically as a joke. A bunch of drunk guys <laughs> in a room trying to sell toys. Yeah. It was so cool to watch like, like them reverse engineer, you know, yeah. back into toy. Like, like all of the stuff that we consumed and enjoyed was like basically a off-the-cuff freestyle to to in the middle of a meeting. Yeah. Like yeah. He-Man. All the stuff that we love. All the toys that we played with. Yeah. It, it was dope Star as Wars. That was a really that. good series. That was a surprisingly cool series. Recommend I was sad that it was only four episodes. Yeah. So recommendation to all you guys out there and gals, check out the toys that made us on uh Netflix. But listen, before we dig too much deeper into mm-hmm. this, we want to thank all of our Patreon subscribers, all the people who have pledged to help support the Junto month by month. Shout out to every single one of you guys. Thank you for guys for the support you've given us in 2017 and the continued you'd support that you will continue to bring us in 2018 this episode is brought to you by those patreon subscribers mm-hmm. please if you like comic book junto the first thing you should do is subscribe wherever you're listening instagram you know if you're listening on facebook if you're listening on twitter those are not places you can listen at well you know you try to i was laying i was facebook I was alley, live i was alley-ooping you yeah, facebook live you can you can do it and you know Facebook's listening to you right now. Mark Zuckerberg, thank well, you for your five Black stars. Black Mirror episode, season four just came out. And your thumbs up and your positive emojis. But seriously, first thing you should do, subscribe wherever you're listening. Yeah. YouTube, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. iTunes, Podcast, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever the heck you are. Subscribe there, number one. Number two, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Leave us a comment on SoundCloud. 
recommend it to a friend, invite someone to join the Junto. But mm-hmm. if you do like Comic Book Junto, consider becoming a Patreon mm-hmm. subscriber. That's and right. T- consider hooking us up, adding us to your pull list for the price of or a little bit less than the price of a comic. Consider checking it out. Go to patreon.com yeah. forward slash Comic Book Junto. Yeah. And check it out. See if you like anything there. Consider supporting us going into 2018. For those of you early adopters who joined the the Patreon when we first launched, mm-hmm. uh, y'all are going to be expecting some things soon. So you are the first to join. And one of the things that we do when you join at certain levels is we give you some CBJ swag. Right. So some of that stuff is going to be headed your way mm-hmm. in the very near future. That's right. So look out for that stuff. Uh, if you want to get in on that, you want to get in on the private Facebook group where we have lots of great conversations. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to get in on... People are currently recommending anime to me right lots now. Lots of, of, of top lists from 2017 popping up on, in, in the Facebook group. And that's what we're here for today. In the recording studio, we're yes. going to be sharing our favorite things mm-hmm. from this past year as we say goodbye to 2017 mm-hmm. and hello to a better year, I hope. These are a few of our favorite things. That's correct. Top five, top five. But if you're looking for uh, you know, some of the CBJ swag, the enamel pin, the shirt, the stickers, that you can get those things by becoming a Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. You can join in the the private Facebook group and enjoy some of the conversations that we're having over in there. I discover a lot of stuff through that group. Yep. My life is better. I have a better vertical leap. Oh. You know, I, everything's been... It's like a PF Flyers. Like oh, you yeah. run faster. Uh, my bone density higher. has increased, which wow. is great. It's like a calcium thing. Man. Yeah, yeah. I haven't like had... Like your testosterone? How's that going? Oh, it's wonderful. It's through Off the, roof. the charts, through yeah. the roof. How about your estrogen? Yeah, everywhere. It's incredible. <laughs> estrogen I'm, I'm, is everywhere. I got so much of it, I'm spilling it. It's incredible to me. Wow. You know, it's doing great things for uh, for my love life. That's, it's doing great wow, things for fantastic. my social circles. Man. I've reconnected with estranged family. Mm. You know, the FDA has no word on whether or not some of these things can be proven. The Food and Drug uh, Association, yes, yeah, so you can't confirm or deny. Alliance. So we're still in a, you know, cannot confirm or uh, deny. So I guess allegedly, I'm only telling you about myself. I'm better at Call of Duty now. Mm. You know, headshots. Every one of them wow. is a headshot. Wow. Thank you, CBJ. There That's it is, man. And that could be you. It or it could not be. <laughs> Who knows? You know, the world may never know. Who knows? We're going to have to see what happens. That's right. Yeah. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Merry Christmas. Um, happy Merry Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. And, and, and what are, um, to you what, and what yours? was the Seinfeld, John? Uh, uh, Festivus. For the Festivus. Rest of us. Happy Festivus. Mm-hmm. And Happy New Year to you, yep. Octavius. Did you have a nice Christmas? I did. You did? I did. I got a few things. Mm-hmm. I got some Stan socks my wife got me. Oh. I got Darth Vader stand socks. Uh-huh. I got Kylo Ren oh. and Captain Phasma stand socks. I like this. I got Finn yeah. and Poe stand socks. I like this. I like this. Very much. That's I got, cool. Um, the full hardcover of Luther Strode. Oh, that's a great book. The, the, the big hardcover oversized joint. Luther Strode is a crazy yeah. book. Yeah. Great artwork. Hopefully Trad more. You know, mm-hmm. maybe one day we'll get him on get him on uh Origins mm-hmm. in the future. That's mm-hmm. a possibility. That's right. Um Zuri got all kinds of stuff. Merry Christmas. Merry first Christmas to Zuri. Yep. She got loads of things. That's exciting. She threw up a lot. Oh yeah. Because she's a baby. We've all been there. What are you gonna do? <laughs> We've all been there. But it's great. Yeah, that's good. She's the most smiling as happiest baby. Yeah. I've ever had. That's oh, that's great. Seeing as how so you're saying she's, she's in the she's she, in the top she's five. She's the top five. Yeah, yeah. Top five uh babies I've ever had. Zuri, 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 and Zuri. Because she spits she's, hot. Throw if, up. Because she spits hot. 
There it is. <laughs> You're too close to me, man. <laughs> she threw up on me yesterday, and I was just like, all right. This is what you, why is it cold? <laughs> I'm talking to her like, how are you throwing up cold stuff? What is this? I don't know. That's interesting. And she just looks at me and smiles. Does, does the holiday feel very different now that you have, you got a little one? It feels different in the sense that I want to do more. Mm. And I don't have the resources to do more. Mm. So I'm excited to be able to have more Christmas traditions and more Christmas, like new, like the Newman tribe has their own stuff that they do. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to being able to, like, I mean, I'm just paying attention more to like what other people do for, for Christmas time yeah. so that I can start, we can start creating our own traditions I and see. all that kind of stuff. Because everybody else has their tradition. Of course, everybody wants you to come to their house. Yeah. Everybody wants you to do what their family does. Uh-huh. One thing that I will do next year. Mm-hmm. Which seems very simple, but I don't know why I haven't done it a long time ago. Dye your beard white. That's not going to happen. Okay. That's going to happen naturally. I'm going to let God take care of that. I had to shoot my shot. I when it's his it. time, when he decides it's going to go, <laughs> we're just going to follow, follow in line with that. But Secret Santas. Yeah. It's like, it takes so much like your friend groups, mm. like at the studio. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we do a Secret Santa? Mm. 20 bucks. And then you actually get gifts. Secret Santa is fun. Because... You the, like people actually. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm definitely going to do with my friend groups and you know close buddies. And sometimes family. it blows up in your face though. How so? I did Secret Santa today. Okay, with uh, a, a few of my coworkers here at Indie Hall, mm-hmm. and something that is common knowledge in this in this environment is Adam hates minions. Mm-hmm. Adam hates minions. Adam mm-hmm. don't like. Minions, right? I sent you a you minion know, via text you, message. You did. You got it, upset. I was upset. Yeah. I, I told you, don't you ever. Right. It's right. It's it's rare that I I would I would take offense mm-hmm. by anything that you would send to me because <laughs> um, usually I think I get a text message from Octavius and I think, oh wow, my friend's thinking about me and want to share. So, what is this? <laughs> Throw my phone across the room. Uh, no, I. Uh, so this is this is well known. Uh, it, in my workplace, and I open up a gift from uh, uh, my my coworker Sam. And uh, what is it? Two minions coffee mugs. Mm. And now you see, I gotta live with that. I gotta respond to it. You could and be break like, them right in front of her. <sighs> smash. Yeah, right. How deep does it go? I mean, how deep is my head? Well, so what I said is, I'm look going into 2018. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that I don't want to destroy what I hate. I want to protect. What I love. Come on now. That's a cute saying, but you definitely want to destroy what you Yeah. Love. So, go. you know, I, I can't wait to go home. I mean, I, I get you them. Star Wars and you're being, you know, that's ideal. But sometimes she did gotta... get me a Hot Wheels, too. And it's it's a Star Wars Hot Wheels. It's Finn. It's got Ooh. a paint job. So it looks like the jacket. It's interesting. Oh, yeah. OK. They turned Finn into and, a car. And she got me a, uh, uh, a Nintendo eShop gift card, mm-hmm. which brings me to. This show is over. Uh, Comic Book Junto is in the past for me. I got a Nintendo Switch. I'm just fire this up real this quick. Man has literally pulled out a Nintendo uh, Switch. Yeah, let me right just in front of me. turn this. Yeah, let me just see see if you can enjoy this audience. Everything is different for me now. I'm gonna be playing Mario while when we you can continue <laughs> the show if you want to continue doing the show. That's cool. I don't know if you can what hear that. What are you that. Even doing? Is that the Mario Odyssey? Yeah, this is Super Mario Odyssey. This is the thing that I got for Christmas this past year. Mm-hmm. Kind of like spoilt myself. All right. And I just, you know, I want to... You, you bought it for yourself? No, no. You, I got it. My parents like doing Nintendo things. So uh-huh. we kind of like did a 
We did like they did a little part. I did your a little sentence, part. Your your sentences right now are terrible. No, go, you go ahead. Do the, <laughs> you know, do what you got. Do what you got to do. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Uh, no, I'm doing my part. I just want I want to be present for the show, but I also right. want to enjoy the switch. I don't want to do any disrespect <laughs> right. to the people who gave me this gift. Yeah. Um, so you want is that Christmas care? Can you do me please, a favor put, and put that down. Please. You do me a favor and help. I'm trying to focus. <laughs> Adam, please. This is yeah, great radio, by the way. <laughs> I got a Nintendo Switch, which means my life is over as mm-hmm. we know it. Okay. Um, okay. I'm serious. I've, I fell down a deep, dark pit. I'm gaming on this machine mm-hmm. for too long. And I've had that familiar feeling from when I was a kid and playing Mario with a plastic NES controller. Mm-hmm. And my palms are sweating in a way that I didn't think was possible. Mm. I'm doing that kind of thing. I'm like gripping the controller. Your hands have just turned into claws. Oh, it's it's just clammy. Talon, just talons. Disgusting. But I, I'm, I'm very happy the Nintendo Switch is cool. Mm. Very cool. Yes. Yeah. So here's what we came to talk about. What, what are we doing here, by the way? We came to talk about our top five favorite things. Well, our top top five lists yeah. for 2017. We got a lot of lists that we're going to go through. And internet, we want to hear what your top five lists are. So feel free to tweet at us at, at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, at Comic Junto. Send us emails at Comic Junto mm-hmm. at barefruit.com. Also send us tweets, ask us questions, hashtag AskCBJ. But we want to know from you what your top five lists are yeah but right now we're going to go through some of our top five lists yeah and we want to cover some of the things that we talk about regularly on the show yes if you listen to comic book junto you know it's not just comics it is geek culture the pantheon of geek culture yes and pop culture as it were so we're going to talk about our top five albums music mm-hmm. albums mm-hmm. our top five movies yeah top five tv shows yeah top five comics yeah and top five Personal experiences, things yes. that are sort of separate from all of those pop culture things, but, you know, things that were really important moments for us in 2017. I want to start off with the top five losers. Top five losers are 45. Oh. 45. Always. 45, 45, and 45. Yeah. Because he spits hot garbage. That's true. Straight trash truck juice. Mm-hmm. Top five <laughs> loser of 2017 yeah. is 45. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to be continuing his streak. Out of the paint he's going to continuing his streak of top five loser as long as he is on the face of this planet. Yeah, uh, he is. Uh, he is a top five, top ten, top one hundred loser. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes every list. Congratulations yeah. to him. It's like a one of one. You're the best of the bunch, <laughs> you're my the friend. Best around, yeah, at being the worst. That's right. So you know, generally, all the worst things that came from 2017. We're at his hands. Mm. Uh, and, you know, we just want to get that out of the way so yep. we can move past it, just wade through the garbage. Get right into the positive and stuff. And get to the good stuff. Where do you want to begin with our, our, our look back in 2017? Um, well, uh, well, since this is called Comic Book Junto, why don't we start with the comic books? Okay. Now, a, a point of contention here. Mm-hmm. Octavius has listed his top five in, like, a, a priority list. Yes. So you have a first best and a fifth best. Yeah. So I'm going to go from five, four, three, two, one. I have. I didn't do that. Okay. And, and I'll I'll get to the reasoning mm-hmm. behind why I didn't do mm-hmm. that. But we didn't. We I didn't do that. Just a heads up. Okay. Mine's going to be a shotgun blast. Okay. Of stuff. And Octavius is going to be five, four, three, two, one. All right. So for five. First of all, top five making top five lists are difficult. <laughs> it's hard. We were like, we should do top ten. Like, ah, top five is easier. No, it's not. No, no, it isn't. Yeah, but 
This but is top the, three would have been hard too. But then this you is the same conversation we've been having this conversation in hip hop for years. Top five rappers, top five recording artists, top five lyricists, top five, top, top five, five um, entertainers, whatever, whatever. So here's what I got. Top five comics. This is an ongoing comic that's come out through like a series that's come out. So I'm just going with a title, right? Number five, Mr. Miracle. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. I caught up with Mr. Miracle. You did. Yep. I read five issues of Mr. Miracle. Yeah. And the reason why it's number five is because I'm like, okay, Tom King, this is really good. This definitely stands out from everything else that I've read this year. Yeah. But where are we going? Yeah. You know? Good question. Where are we going? Good and I question. and I have I'm very excited about where this is going to end up. What is it about Mr. Miracle that makes it feel different to you? Mr. Miracle feels like there are real depth of like uh what am I trying to say? Like there's a there's a psychological depth yes. that's happening here. I agree. And it's like this isn't easy. Yeah. This isn't swoop in and save the day. This is not traditionally here are what com here is what comic books are about. Yeah. It's capes and masks and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like a family drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's relationships, it's family, it's, you know, it's it's almost royalty and, mm-hmm. you know, it's an identity thing. So all of that depth and there's a level of mystery involved too. Mm-hmm. Like, why does the screen keep distorting? Yeah. After I've read Vision, you know, you're kind of like, whenever you read Tom King, you always kind of squint your eyes at it. Like, looking for something. You're going to hit me with something that's been here the whole time. Yeah. And you've been saying it's here the whole time. It's just that I, you didn't fully reveal it yet. Right. So it's like a really good storyteller, a really mm-hmm. good director, you yeah. know? So for me, the reason why it's on the list in the first place is because of all of those things. One of the things that I thought about as I was making these lists are, what has made a lasting impression on me? Yeah, that's a good thing to to, to consider. Because Not, it's, oh, this is better because da, da, da. Listen, man, it's my list. Yeah, right, you know, right, right. This is what I have to say. Yeah. 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 See, that's that's something that I've been thinking about is in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Like not just the things that I think are superior or better quality or something like that, but what is still stuck in my teeth. Mm-hmm. Like I had that a long time ago and I'm still working on it. I'm still thinking about it. I have the taste in my mouth. Mr. Miracle is definitely one of those things. And I think it asks a lot of questions that feel like they're outside of comics. They're yes. outside of the medium. Yes. And it's surprising in that way. Yes. Speaking of which, another one that's like that, this is my number four, Batman White Knight. Batman White Knight. Batman White... I got a lot of Batman on this list. Yeah. But it's just the way it shook out. And these are some recent books, too. Yeah. Batman... Because, I mean, when when you think about... Here's what I recognize about comic books. It's just like movies. They're mostly Cs. Mm. They're mostly fine. Mm -hmm. They're okay. Yeah. There's nothing great. I mean, because there's 12 of them or 24 of them if they're double shipping. Mm -hmm. So... To have a really good one or good title that stands out to me, you know what I mean? There aren't a whole lot of them. And it's not like, oh, look how they drew that pose. Like, because everything's got a cool pose in it. Yeah. Everything's got a cool splash page. Everything's mm-hmm. got, but stuff that makes me go, oh man, I never really thought about it like that. Stuff that's more comic book junto ish sure. is the stuff that makes me go, oof, this is, this is good. Sure. And Batman White Knight, the concept of it, if you don't know, is the Joker basically going, all right, cool. Here's what we're going to do. Instead of fighting against you, I'm going to dedicate my time, talent, and resources to 
turning Gotham City against you and pointing out how crazy you are. Yeah. And the way they've been fleshing that out, I'm like, yo, this this rises above. Mm-hmm. This this rises above the crop. Next thing I got, number three, I have, come on, phone, um, Dark Knight's Metal. Oh, okay. Now, the reason why... Now, this, is this the core storyline? Are you talking about all the metal? It, the whole concept. The whole thing. Yeah. Because that's an event that actually has been good. Cool. I've been reading all the tie-ins. Yeah. I've been reading the regular ones. I've... And it's it's less cerebral than the mm-hmm. rest of the stuff, but it's been what Scott Snyder said. It's like great illustration and lasers and dinosaurs. You know what I mean? It's all of that deep dark stuff that that we enjoy, but at the same time, it's punching stuff in the face too. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. Number two, Batman Tom King. Now, here's the thing about Batman Tom King. The whole Batman series has been really, really good. But that War of Jokes and Riddles is a dip. But Tom King functions at a B, B plus A so often that when it's not there and he gives you the average C, it feels like a D or an F. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. When it's really not. It's just not as great as everything else that he's done. You know? Mm -hmm. So despite the stuff before the whole Bane thing, I'm like, man, this is, this is some good Batman. Yeah. Then the war jokes, but then we've got, uh, you know, raindrop, drop top, Selena and Bruce on a rooftop. Oh yes. Continuing in the after rooftops, war jokes. The, the interlude arcs have been excellent too. That is tied into the annual, that yeah. is tied into now the whole conversation about, you know, the Batman, double date. the double date thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, Great. And of course, number one, this should come as no surprise, Extremity. Extremity. Because you know how I get down. Yeah. yeah That's if, my top five for comics. If you listen to CBJ at all, you know we talk about Extremity. Every opportunity. That, should, the, that being number one should be no surprise. To Yo, you. I, I've been looking at a lot of different lists. Top 10, top 5, top 12. Different blogs talking about... Top 12. Top 12. Y'all just pick whatever y'all want. I think they had... It, maybe it was like... Honorable mention. Honorable... Yeah, there might have been some bonus joints in there. But uh, I've been looking at different lists and rarely do I see extremity in those lists. Well... And it makes the, me worry. age old saying says... Some people right. Some people wrong. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think... I think this might be a situation where we don't have to worry about it because it's not like they're flagging. We're going to get the entire series of Extremity. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, it'll be done. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's going to be... 12 issues, right? Right. So, but, you know, it made me think for a second. For a moment, I thought, in light of those Marvel cancellations, <gasps> wait, 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 wait. What if not enough people know about Extremity? What if it's yeah. not going to sell? But I, I don't image think that don't is the like that. No, Image does not roll like that. And we're fortunate for that. All right, here's my, my top five. Comic books from 2017. I did not put them in a particular order, uh-huh. and there's a reason for that. Is I don't think any of them is necessary su- necessarily superior to another. In my mind, that's not the way that I think about this. In my mind, I'm thinking like if I could only tell you about five things that came out in 2017, okay. that's all I can give you. Like, okay. there's your desert island list. This is all you got. These are the ones that I'm going to tell you about. Ignore everything else. These are the ones. That's a good way of looking at it. These are the ones that you, that are notable that are worth your time. If if you only have that much time, not all of us can go to the comic shop every single Wednesday and pick up books. So these are the ones. All right, this one is a recent one and kind of controversial for me even because it's so recent. I surprised myself, but X Men Grand Design, X Men Grand Design, yeah, just came out. One issue did it for you. One issue. 
And the reason one issue did it for me is I, I've, I've been sold everything that I thought it would be and more. I'm being educated on X-Men beyond what I even knew in the first place. I'm getting the full history of the X-Men. I'm getting the style from Ed Piscor, who does Hip Hop Family Tree. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a full, large comic that is worth my time. It's a, a really interesting, juicy remix on stuff that has been out for how long? I mean, X-Men's been up and running for how long? But it is a serious feat for this man to collect the story and the timelines, timelines and put them all on one place where it's fun to read, it's digestible. It was a long read and I still want more. The next issue of this comes out next week. So he's on schedule to put out a lot of, I think there are only three issues of it in total. But There's only three? Yeah, because the next one's coming out next week? Yeah. because Every two weeks? You know, this is the timeline, this is the entire comprehensive history of the X-Men. Is he going to do this for different, different we can only hope. Okay. I could only hope and okay. pray that he has the opportunity. This book blew me away. And it, it is really saying something that it's not necessarily original. This is almost like putting a mixtape in my top five albums. It's like this this person blew it away so, so far beyond it's what like I expected. It's like putting a song as the top five, one in the top five albums. Yeah, or like a remix of somebody else's work. Yeah. Like if I put a dedication in there. You know, it's it, this is somebody else's work, but this is the way that he spun it for himself. I was so impressed by Grand Design that I had to give it a shout out in my top five. Also want to note Hawkeye, Kate Bishop Hawkeye, mm-hmm. also from Marvel. That is from Kelly Thompson and I think Leonardo Romero. Yeah, Leonardo Romero. Unfortunately, this book just got canceled. So as I speak, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there's nothing that can be done anymore other than buy the trade. Yeah. It was worth your time and money and attention. Hawkeye is a, a tough book for me to even bring up because it, I, I feel like I need to pit it against the Matt Fraction, David Aha Hawkeye that came out some years ago. Mm-hmm. I think that book was kind of revolutionary for comics and storytelling, at least for Marvel anyway. And uh, the, the story about Kate Bishop, this this entire, every arc that has come out, the artwork, the panels, it's it's inventive, it's fun, it flows, it looks great. I'm sad that it's canceled. It is one of my favorite books from 2017. Easily, hands down, easily, one of the greatest books. Also in my top five, Black Hammer. You've been talking about that Talk about while. it all the time. All the time. And, and that's another one. I'm not seeing a lot of people talk about Black Hammer in their top of 2017 lists. Black Hammer from Jeff Lemire. Uh, I'm struggling to remember who does the artwork on it right now. You got to forgive me. But this is a take on like Golden Age superheroes. Jeff Lemire comes up with some brand new superheroes. They existed back in the day and they fought this giant monster and it was called Anti-God, and they beat it, and then for some reason, the blink of an eye, now all of them exist as like simple farmers, and they're stuck on a farm, and they're thinking about the life they used to live, and trying to put the mystery together of how they even got there, mm-hmm. and how they escape. It's a brilliant comic. It's one of my favorites. There's, uh, there's also a, some side drawing that's happening right now. It's like meanwhile stories. Black Hammer is on hiatus, but there's a story right now called Sherlock Frankenstein. It's focusing on the villains of okay. Black Hammer. Okay. Black Hammer, the titular character, was a superhero, and that book is all about the heroes. And Sherlock Frankenstein is about the villains. It's so good, dude. It's just everything about it is good. All the names of the the villains are really good. Concretestador, a conquistador made of concrete. Cthulhu Lou. It's just a plumber named Lou 
who was like possessed by Cthulhu. Come on, Sherlock Frankenstein. Come on. Uh, okay, it's a great book. All right, Tom King's Mister Miracle. Okay, also makes my list. Right. I want to put in basically everything that Tom King touched. I think Batman has no problem selling and doing really well mm-hmm. just by the virtue of the it character of the franchise. Mister Miracle is something really notable to me for the same reason that you mentioned, but also because Tom King has this knack for introducing a character to me that I don't know a lot about and making me really give a shit. Yes. Did it for Vision? Yes. Did it for... That's a good way of putting it. Did it for uh, uh, some of the like Green Lantern characters in Omega Men. Uh-huh. I was just blown away by that. Uh, did it for Grayson. I, I wasn't a huge like solo Grayson fan. I like him in the Bat Family, uh-huh. but I didn't really follow Dick Grayson. He was Grayson. writing Grayson? He was, he was co-writing Grayson. Okay. And... Uh, He's doing it again for Mr. Miracle. So it's kind of like taking this thing that I didn't know enough about and imbuing this new life into it and making me, forcing me to pay attention. I love Mr. Miracle. It's a phenomenal comic. I can't wait for more. And of course, Extremity. Yes. Extremity is one of the greatest comics to come out in 2017. I agree. One of the greatest comics to come out in years. Uh, it, the story that it's telling, it's got to stick the landing, but even yep. if it doesn't, yep. the we journey, can't wake it. journey that we've been on so far has just been unbelievable. Yes, I agree. The artwork, the dialogue, the characters. I'm going to remember these things for a long time, and I'm really excited for it to conclude. And at the same time, I don't want it to go away. Mm-hmm. So what I'm really curious about is where does Daniel Warren Johnson go from here? Wherever he goes, I'm going to at least pick up issue one. Those are my five comics. So right. That's what we got. On the racks. Where we go next? Uh, how about we do albums? We talk about music a lot on Comic Book Junto. Very true. Uh, the last time, the last episode, if you tuned in with us. Last uh, time. Ap- episode 83, Junto. we started by talking about Huncho Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack Huncho. Mm-hmm. Do I have it in reverse? I don't know. Jack. Go right. for it. Anyway, we were talking about that. So, you know, we're no strangers to talk about music on CBJ. Correct. A lot of albums came out. I want to know your top three Gucci Mane albums go. The Cat. El Gato, Human Iceberg. Um, whatever the other two joints are. Yeah, both of them. I agree. Oh, sure. Totally agree. Right there with you. Yeah. That's our, those are our top albums this year. Now, no, what do you really got on your list? On my list, I have number five. I got Freudian by Daniel Caesar. Mm. Oh, Daniel Caesar is so mm-hmm. good. That album is such a chill album. I have sung that album, Putting Zuri to Sleep. I have, just, I mean, it's he's just, good for that. It's, he, it's he's good for that. It's just a chill album I can listen to all the way through. It, yeah, it, and I, when I when I made this list of top five albums, what I thought about is what have I been enjoying and has had a lot of replay value yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not oh da, 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 da. like look, this has just got been good replay value for me. Like I can put yeah. this joint on and really enjoy it, and I have been playing it over and over and over again. Daniel Caesar's song "Get You" is one of my favorite songs. In yeah, I, I mean, like it's it's infinitely replayable. It's yes. so good. Yes, I totally feel you. Number four, "Control" by SZA. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Number three, Flower Boy by Tyler, the creator. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that was a provocative album. But I, that's, mean, I mean, that's what Tyler does. Again, the replay value. Like, I've played that album more than a lot of other stuff. Uh, number two, 444 by Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Number one, Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Had to. 
Had to. That's my top five. Any wait, while you're working on that list, were there any that surprised you? Things that you didn't expect to put on there? Uh, not stuff that I didn't expect. I mean, the hardest thing about this is going back and remembering stuff that you've had, and then actually grading yeah. it. Yeah. Because you see something, you go, "Oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good." Like you know, side of Prince's album, no, no dope on Sundays. That was good. Yeah. And then you think about, oh, Amigos Culture. That was good. And then you think about. Oh, you know, this album, that was good. Like, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that this is my top album. Yeah, I know. What's your top five? All right. So uh, my top five, again, if you you could choose just five albums from 2017 in no particular order. Uh, Sylvan Esso. Don't know if you've ever heard of Sylvan Esso. I don't know what in the world you're talking about, but I appreciate it. Stay on task. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Stop just saying random Super Mario Odyssey is what I meant to say. Right. Music is tight mm. in that they, all the songs you know Nintendo song the dungeon one with the sewers that's the one there it goes that track is hot no <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay Sylvanesso put out an album this year Sylvanesso is a two piece group it's uh, uh, a man and a woman who are really great they released an album some years ago and this is only their second album and uh, okay. it's uh, it's great it's kind of the indie pop electronic sort of thing it's very heartfelt it's really earnest it's danceable, but the lyrics are like somber, and it's interesting. I like music that has that have layers, like things that where you listen to it what? and you think, it's "Is danceable, this but yeah. it's sad or somber?" Yeah, both. I mean, you know, it's this possible. Sounds very Caucasian. You know, it's possible. <laughs> Drake. You know, it's possible. You know, it's possible. Drake, so, Drake just sounds. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, Drake. Drake makes it happen in the hip hop. You're world. right. You're right. He makes the saddest dance music Sad you ever heard. And danceable. True. That's a good point. So Sylvanesso, kind of in that same vein. Uh, I just a lot of their music have been it's been important to me over the years and this album I think was a more mature album than the okay. last one I love it very much the album is called What Now mm-hmm. um, in line with that Perfume Genius what is this? a gentleman named Mike Hadreas okay uh, I saw him in uh, in Philadelphia in a concert at Union Transfer some years okay. ago this is his third maybe fourth album and it's called No Shape uh, usually, this is a dude who does make sad music. Mm-hmm. He's got a beautiful voice. He's a great singer, singer-songwriter, that whole thing. And he usually makes pretty sad music. But this entire album, opposite of 2017, the whole thing was so positive and optimistic and about falling in love. And it was warm. And there's some times in this past year when all I needed was someone to be a little warm. I just needed joy. And he gave it to me. Perfume Genius. It was a great album. All right, I also got a shout-out. One of my favorite albums from this year, No Lie, Super Slimy. Really? I listen to Super Slimy every day. I still listen to it. I don't know really? what it is about that album, but it's candy. And it, it, it's candy. And I could have put a couple okay. of different things in here. Yeah. I, I wanted to mention Migos because Migos seemed to have this big impact uh-huh. on, you know... the. Everything. They're they're everywhere. But instead of culture, Super Slimy did it for me. Future and Young Thug fed me candy. Give me dope. Like, everything about that album was wild. And I really like Young Thug a lot. I love everything that he does on this album. Okay. Album's great. Cruise Ship Forever. Always. I have listened Paddock to that. Water. I don't, I don't even know if I listened to the album all the way through. It's really good. Go okay. back to it. Okay. Uh, all right. Also get a shout out. SZA. Control. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite albums from 2017. I like SZA so much. 
Her first album was really, really good. And this thing is light years beyond it. And this is another album that, you know, regardless of when it came out, it was, it was many months ago. Mm-hmm. I just put that thing on A to B all yep. the way through and yep. then back again. Yep. I don't know if you, you heard it, but she recently released a remix of The Weeknd. With David Guetta. So good. Yes. It, I mean, everything about the music is great. And then, of course, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Damn. No 444. 444 is important to me. Uh-huh. I didn't listen to it much. Okay. So it's, it is impactful. And I'm glad it exists uh-huh. because it's it's Jay Z, yeah, and it's an important album. But I didn't listen to it much. Mm. I, I wouldn't walk around and just hit play and just sink into it. It's a lot of stuff in there that I liked a lot, but it, it didn't get the same replay value. Gotcha. Now there is a bonus on my top five, and Me I want to just found it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna shout this out. If he would have released an album, he would have been in the top five. But all of Frank Ocean's singles. <laughs> got more plays Yo. than anything else yeah. in all of my playlists. We just played one before we started. And I was Biking, like, yeah. Lens, yeah. Chanel, yeah. Provider. Yeah. I mean, that's an EP, right? Like you can put yeah. out an EP with that. Frank Ocean did not release an album proper in 2017, but the boy, the the music that he put out. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Honorable mention for me, The Iceberg by Odyssey. Oh, Odyssey is so good. Man, I was like... Odyssey is so good. That's another one of those albums that I've played over and over again I can jump right back into. You know who else? I believe it was 2017, the very beginning of 2017, that Sid released her solo, John. She dropped two, didn't she? I think she She dropped a little EP afterwards. That's right, yeah. That's great. uh, Sid is awesome. so much... That's another... Top fives is hard. Mm -hmm. Okay, what we got next? So we did comics. We did albums. Let's do TV shows. Let's do TV shows. Yeah. Okay. Ah, Man, this is very difficult. Hard year for television. This is difficult. It's a lot of good TV. Great TV. You want to start off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me begin. All right. So first, I'm going to start with Dear White People. Okay. Dear White People was a show that I really enjoyed. I, I watched the movie after I watched the show, and the show was fantastic. I enjoyed talking to people and with people about Dear White People. Yeah. I enjoyed the way that it was shot. I enjoyed how funny it was, how profound and interesting and stressful. And I mean, it, it was thoughtful. It was a great balance of so many different things. And for it to just land on Netflix, just there it is. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Great. I fell in love with just about every single actor who is contributing to that that project. They're all amazing. I love Dear White People. It was a great show. Master of None Season 2, also Netflix. I would have had that on my list had I finished it. Ah, okay. I just didn't finish it. And it was, I didn't finish it for any reason other than just getting distracted. And that's a part of it. The, the, the full arc of that show... Is important. Okay. Um, the the individual episodes are really good, but they can sometimes feel just like they're just floating around. Like they're by just themselves. floating around, and some of them do feel that way until I think you watch it and it closes the loop. And the, the that that show was just great. I, I think it does wonderful things on TV, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm glad for it. I loved it. Yeah. The Thanksgiving episode is forever important. I'll never forget about that. The New York episode, different perspectives, people walking through the same city. Yeah. I mean, everything about that, that season was really leveled up from the, the last one. American Vandal. All of these on Netflix so far. American Vandal was what the funniest American thing Vandal? that I watched all year. I'm looking up on the Netflix app right now. That was, that? The, that was the John that was like, uh, uh, who did the dicks? Who drew the dicks? Oh, the I started watching the first episode of that. That show is Unbelievable. Really? Un. I didn't get through the first episode again because I got distracted. Top five. 
I, I'm not sure if you were a fan of Serial. Did yes. you listen to it? Yes. Did you listen to S-Town? Uh, I didn't get through. I, that I didn't get through because I was like, all right, where are we going? Sure. If you listen to Serial and you had any appreciation for it, yes, American so. Vandal is going to blow your mind. Really? Because what this is, is a, 100% a masterful parody of that time, that kind of storytelling. All right, tell like me no, a true I don't crime thing. Else. I will say nothing else. I got to respect the Blackout Congregation. That's enough for me. I, American good. Vandal was genius. I laughed my ass off. I binged the whole thing in one sitting. Okay. Uh, also, got to mention another comedy, The Good Place. Not sure if you've seen The Good Place. Uh, I haven't. It's uh, a show that I've been watching, discovered in 2017. I think it's on season two, and it's about uh, a woman who winds up in heaven. But she knows that she doesn't heard about this. belong and there. My 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 OG Dan Maul told me about this. Mm-hmm. He told me about it. He Super said that funny. I would enjoy it. Super funny. And something that I've I've been finding, I, I think, with a lot of my top five picks here, is they they all do something unique in the way that they tell stories. This show has something packed into it, a unique twist that I did not see coming ever. I think it is so smart and so funny and so clever, and it continues to be. It's great. Highly recommend it. Really good. Now, my my top, 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 best, best, best. I know what this is already. Leftovers Season 3. Mm-hmm. Ruined me. That show ruined me. Leftover, I tried to According, show... This is like your favorite show ever, correct? Yeah, just the best. Leftovers Season 3 was like the most perfect TV I've ever seen. It was unbelievable. I searched for it in my life. I search for people to talk to about Leftover Season 3, the finale. Anybody, please, come on, talk to me. Just talk to me. But nobody wants to talk about it because it's too sad. Huh. That's a life I'm living. All right, here I go with top Leftovers! Five. Come back. Hey, did you know, by the way, that the protagonist from Leftovers is the main character? Just, uh, the, Justin Thoreau, the actor from mm-hmm. uh, Leftovers, he was in Last Jedi. Yeah, he's the guy with the... I, it took me two watches to realize that. He's the guy with the thing. With the stash and the thing yeah. and the... Uh. And the M.A. I love that guy. He's good. Top five TV shows for Octavius. Top five. Number five. Rick and Morty. <laughs> of course. I finally Season discovered... Three. Well, I, uh, oh, the whole thing. I mean, I discovered Rick and Morty in 2017. Sure. Yeah. Like, I've heard about it, heard about it, heard about it, heard about it. And then I actually started watching it and I was like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah. This is like funny... Raunchy and smart. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's very yeah. smart. Cause you're like, wow, this is actually the the, the art and the design of it. Mm-hmm. Like what they're actually saying and how they're saying it. Mm-hmm. Like the method that they choose to communicate the point through all the raunchiness, through all the silliness, through the the the, the foolishness and the giant and the monsters and the, the time jumping and all that to ultimately com- communicate. Here's what we're trying to say. You know what's funny about that show, too? It, it goes to great lengths and great detail to act like it doesn't care about anything. Right. Yeah. Which is amazing. All, like, all to kind of give you the same... Speaking of, you know, the He-Man yeah. at the end. What we learned today on this episode. Like, they don't give you that, but mm-hmm. there is a level of, like, here's the point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very similar to old comic books. It's a great cartoons. show. It's a great show. Yeah, so Rick and Morty. Um, Rick and Morty had a big year in 2017. Yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot going on. Number four, Dear White People. Mm-hmm. Mean. Great. How could you not? Number three, Legion. Hey. Oh, okay. Legion, man. Yeah. Have you watched Legion yet? Yeah. I've watched the whole thing. <sighs> Legion was like a Bronco. It, it, and for some, what does that mean? I mean, like for some, you know, like a bucking Bronco. For some people, it will just knock you 
the f off uh-huh. and you can't hang yeah i think but I if think, you can hang i think kenny was the one who was like i tried to watch this and i, I don't know if it's him if it's not you you'll correct me i'm sure uh, immediately but uh <laughs> i think he was the one where he was like i tried to watch it and i was like what is this and i'm like yo mm. just stay with it mm. i'm telling you some of the smartest stuff that i've seen yeah some of the most like visually it's really really dope mm-hmm. and the acting is really good in it and at the same time, the way they're telling the story and crafting it and how you're kind of like, where am I? In a sense, it kind of reminds me of Twin Peaks. Sure. Ish, in a way. Yeah. Notice Twin Peaks is not on my list. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. um, you you got to follow along with the saga of Octavius watching Twin Peaks right. in 2017. Honorable mention. <laughs> uh, number two, The Leftovers. Yes. Number one, Insecure. Yes, of Insecure, course. Insecure was the thing that I had to watch live. It was the thing I could not wait to see what happened next. Yeah. I could not wait to find out what Molly was doing, what Issa was doing. With, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I had to be on Twitter. I had to, you know what I mean? I just, that was like event t- event TV. Yeah. You know? Right. And I talked about it with my wife. I talked about it with friends. I talked about it with, you know what I mean? Like, that was the television show that I was most excited about. And, I, you know, you start talking about stuff that sticks with you. Yeah. And I think because it's, it was like the cultural relevance yeah. was the reason why it's at the number one, number one on my list for TV. Yeah, it was a great show. Very excited for the next season coming next year. Can we get HBO? Can we get more than eight episodes at thirty minutes each? But you know, things would be different if that were the case. I mean, like the the story that Issa Rae is telling is is it's told in this format. And yeah. if if it were longer, I don't know. You know, I'm you, sure they could do it. Uh, I'm, I'm she could do anything, but you know, who knows how long we would have to wait? Anyway, I got to find out what's going on with Lawrence, man. I can't wait. I can't wait all that time. This is what I'm saying. Like, that's that's why I'm like, this is my number one, because I actually am so invested. In, yeah. I'm like, Molly, Molly, yeah. Molly, <laughs> Molly, <laughs> sis, <sighs> what are you doing, Molly? That's like, true. Just, uh, and I, I'm, I'm at home, and I feel it. Like, I feel it. I'm watching TV. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Please, like I'm yelling at the television. Mm-hmm. That's because they got me. They got me wrapped up in these characters. Sure. So top five. Understood. Television shows. Let's go to let's go to movies. Top five movies. Do you have this in lists? Uh, in, 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 uh, it's, this is a take take the these five. If you could it. only watch five, go for it. What you got? A top five movie. This was really hard for me to man. Put together. I'm still figuring it out. You know right what's now. weird? I, I think I created memories for myself. Like I know more movies. Then this came out. I had to actually go back and look through what I watched. Yeah, same. Yeah. I had to do the same. There's some movies that I watched this year that were very notable, that I loved very much, but they did not come out in 2017. Uh-huh. So I did not include them in my list. Gotcha. But of the movies that came out in 2017 that I loved, Logan. Yes. Logan was a brilliant comic book movie. Yep. Unlike one we've seen before, it was fantastic. And uh, I'm, I hope, even though that was the end of Wolverine, so to speak, I, I want to see more movies try that hard. Go that deep. I want to see more movies try that hard. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. You I know? like that statement. Like it, it really loved its subject, and it tried real hard, and it succeeded. I love that movie. I uh, also put out Blade Runner 2049. Nope. I love... <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he, you put it on the your number one. Is that what you're arguing with the position on my no. list? Or? Nope. Yeah. Blade Runner 2049 comes from a director that I love 
that Octavius may not love it's so not, much. No, he, he makes great stuff. Denis Villeneuve. That he's, movie? He's great. Come on, man. It's a good movie. Uh, for it? me, Blade Runner 2049 was... Uh, it was an important experience. I'm not see the soundtrack. I, was this, this ain't top five soundtracks. Incredible. The visuals. This ain't um, top five visuals you, either. You got to break down what a movie is, man. You get you like take it for all of its components, man, and look at it and think this was put together beautifully. It was pretty, yes, brilliant, pretty, yes, brilliant, pretty. I like the performances. I love the who? art style. I loved that movie. It I really did. What was that movie about? I mean, you want? Can we get into it right now? No, we can't. <laughs> Spoil stuff for people. So it was. Did uh, you understand what that movie was about? I did. Yeah, because I'm. I'm a, what did you? What, what did a, you like most about that movie? How pretty it was, or what it was saying? What I. Well, it's a combination. What I love the most about that movie, okay. and part of the reason why it was an important experience to me, I loved Blade Runner, the original Blade Runner. That's where you messed up and loved. You started Blade off. You starting off wrong. Uh, yeah, here and you're like 2017. Hot I take got, alert. Look, I am going right back to episode one of yo, Star Wars. Here's what this year was all about. That, this year was all about trying to take Blade me. Runner is not a good movie. To, yo, I I am not here for. I can't even. I don't have Blade Runner is a good movie. Blade, Blade Runner is a brilliant movie. Is it a movie? A good movie that is pivotal. Yes. Is it a movie? I feel like I'm in. The, did you read the most recent issue of uh, Mr. Miracle? Yes. It's like true or false. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk, talking about true. the existence of God. False. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I. So is, is it pivotal? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. What Did it play a large part in, I mean, apparently everything from everything. anime to sci fi and all that kind of. All of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it a good movie? Yes. Story? Yes. Are you are you just saying things? No, no. I I believe it Bring is. Bring me to where you at. Help I'm, me get there. Look, I'm a, I'm in a I'm in a place where I can respect that it's not for everyone, but it is for me. Absolutely. All right. I'm and not, in two, okay. in 2017, here's what's happening. In 2017, time and time again, I will have people in my mentions. I got people in my mentions okay. telling me to scrutinize the things that I love so I will realize that they were actually crap. What? It happened with Star Wars most recently where people are like, Star Wars is crap. Come on, like this movie because Star Wars isn't actually a good movie. Huh? This, oh, absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Look hold at my on. mentions. Maybe move it. <laughs> look at my mentions. Look at my... Here, look, 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 look at this. Look here. Look at this. Blowing up. Wait, so you feel like that's what I'm saying to you? No, 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 no. But I got people who will say this basically... In order for this thing to be great, this old thing has to suck. Kind of like that. Okay. Or people want me to be in in a similar perspective, a, a similar cynicism toward the old stuff. Uh -huh. People want me to admit that the old thing is only beloved because people pretend to like it. Mm -hmm. It's not actually good. And that happens with Star Wars. For me, I think that happens with Blade Runner. I think there's a lot of very valid critique of Blade Runner, but I, Adam... Jingle all the way, Teteris. Right. Loved Blade Runner. And the way that Blade Runner 2049 continued that vision was not something that I believed it... I didn't believe it could be done. And it did it in a way that I think honored the original film, told more story that I wanted. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. And the, the entire experience gave me 
chills. I, I mean, truly just a shiver down my spine, listening to the score, the visuals, everything was so on par for what I think should come after the original. I, I loved it. I think it was executed brilliantly and it'll last with me. Now to stay in that vein, to, to, to keep in line with, you know, things that are noteworthy and memorable, mm-hmm. um, mother, is in my top five. Mm -hmm. And Mother is... We've talked about Mother. We talked about Mother in the beginning of episode 82? Something like that. 81? Um, We we gave our like rapid fire one shot on Mother. Darren Aronofsky. Right. That movie is going to haunt me forever. And there are only so few things that have that spot in my life that are, that are always going to stay there and I will never be able to forget them better or worse. Mother was inexperience and it's in my top five for that reason. And, uh, get out is uh, one of my favorite movies that I've seen in a long time. Get out was an incredible movie that was somehow managed to be hyped up beyond belief and delivered on absolutely every, what was hyped up? Get out. It was hyped up by the time you saw it. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. got it. I mean, I saw it. I saw it really early, and it was still very hyped up. I mean, if from the moment that it hit pre-screen and and when people started talking about it, it was, you know, it was like a, a creature you have never dealt with before. It was something altogether different. And uh, I saw that movie with very high expectations, and it went well beyond them. Get Out is a seminal work, and it came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's my top five. So what is it again? Logan, Blade Runner 2049, Mother, Get Out. I guess I, mi- I missed one, didn't I? I think so. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok was my favorite Marvel movie. Period. Okay, so... <sighs> top five movies. Top five. You're struggling. You're sweating Oof. over this. Why, why this one? Man, because... Too many to choose from or you had to make... What? It's like... Different movies mean different things to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm struggling with the bottom two. The top three let me, is... Let me, I'll fix it for you. Blade Runner 2049. All right. I'm struggling <laughs> with the bottom two. The top three I got. Uh-huh. So I'll give you the top three give off Give me the top. top three. Number three, Mother. Mm-hmm. Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. Number two, Logan. Yeah. Number one, Get Out. You're predictable. Absolutely. So they're, they're the best. Those are those... I mean, and I'm talking about experiences. Yeah. But there's not much else that lives up even close to those three things. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, even in your own top five, there is a chasm between yes. the top three and anything because, else. Because, I mean, you might go Mother, but Mother is one of those movies that I just walked out of there and I was like, yo, this is one of those movies. This is one of those experiences. Yeah. And, like, there's not many other things that I, like, that I watched this year that was an experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what I'm struggling with at the, the bottom two is a handful of movies. Okay. Girl Strip. Yeah. Yeah. I have not laughed <laughs> that much in a movie in years. Yeah, the movie is... Tiffany Haddish. Unbelievable. I, I mean... I went and I saw it on a, you know, advanced screening on the Humbug. I got nothing to do. I'm rolling. Yeah. I'm talking about stomach hurting, back cramping laugh. Booty hoe. I mean, <laughs> it's in your booty hoe. <laughs> you can't get none of your booty hoe. <laughs> like, yo. I, like, and it's like, oh, is that a better movie than Mother? It's like, 
But it's like saying Anchorman's my favorite comedy. It's you know not what? even. It's not even in the same planet. But I still, I still think there is something important happening in Girl Strip, and I, I overheard uh, someone in another podcast talking about it and defending why it was in their their top movies of 2017. And one of the things that I, I took away from that, which I totally agree with, I think it might have been Gene Demby from Code Switch. Uh-huh. And you know, of of the title, he says uh, Tiffany Haddish doesn't Code Switch. When she's hosting SNL, when she's in a movie, when she's on the red carpet, she's the same. Yeah. She's the same person. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's great. It's entertaining and it feels authentic. It's, I, I think that's notable. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what else I got. Right. I got three movies, most certainly not. <laughs> I got three movies that all kind of take up the same space. Okay. Thor Ragnarok. Right. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh-huh. War for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Hmm. They all kind of are in the same level. They were level all of, exceptional, but they're not get out. Yeah, they're all the same. They're not Logan. They're sure. all the same kind of enjoyment. Sure. It, depending upon how I felt when I walked out of each movie, they all could have been like, yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. And then, random, Coco. Man, I still need to see Coco. I wept in Coco. Wow. Cried. Goodness. So again, experiences. That's Pixar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't on some like that's Pixar. Sure, sure. Oh, sure, Pixar. Sure. It's like, no, Pixar, you there, it, they, like, they there's a gen I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, if you're honest about crying, I don't know how everybody else was crying, but crying comes and gets you. Yeah. You don't go get crying. Mm-hmm. Crying comes and puts you in a headlock and goes, come with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're about to cry now, mm-hmm. you know? And it, whether you want to cry or not, I mean, I remember when I watched The Place Beyond the Pines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that movie was about. Yeah, that movie is so I literally, I'm talking about shoulder-shaking Weeping, <laughs> yeah. just head down. I went to go see with a bunch of buddies. They were like, "You, are you okay?" Yeah, and I was like, "I don't know." Yo, you know if, what I mean? If, if you have not seen the place beyond the pines, do yourself a favor and do. Here's the first favor: don't look up anything. Don't don't read anything about it. Just put the movie on and sit and watch it. And damned if that movie doesn't surprise everybody that I've ever shown it to. Yeah. Like, whoa, where did this come from? Yeah, and nobody talks about it. Nuh-uh. Great flick. Yeah. Really good. So that's where I'm wrestling, like, because, again, experiences. When I left Coco, yeah. I cried. Yeah. That's an experience that has stayed with me throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I went to see Co- I mean, um, first of all, that Olaf, Olaf was the little snow guy. <laughs> yeah, the frozen <sighs> Olaf's Christmas adventure or whatever. I could have slapped that dude ah. into the summertime. I read that like, they, they removed that from the beginning. Thank God. Of the yeah. That was horrible. I mean... I'm talk- I almost got up and left. I put my earphones in, started listening to music, started playing a game. I that is outrageous. Just like, it was so long. That is outrageous. And it wasn't like a five, it was like 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Saturday morning cartoon. Sure. I was like, I did not come here to see this. No. Anyway, Coco is a unique experience. Yeah. Girl Strip is a unique experience. It's kind of like War for the Planet of the Apes, Thor, like one of those was a was a favorite yeah. moment for me. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Which one of those? And I think Girls Trip is just on there because that's just a unique genre that I was like, man, belly laughs, like very rare. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a great experience too. Help me out with these with these. Uh, Star well, Wars. War so for the here's, Planet of the here's, Apes, here's the thing. Let me let me get rid of Star Wars for you. Okay. Um, based on my relationship with Star Wars, every other day 
the way I feel about that movie changes. Okay. Which means it is notable, but I can't make up my mind. And there are other movies that I am certain that I loved. So for me, it's very easy to say, I enjoyed Last Jedi. I'm still tumbling with it. I am still tumbling with uh-huh. it. It changes letter grades on the daily. Huh. But there are movies that I was absolutely confident that I watched and loved. And I'm not going to let the franchise entitlement of, well, it was a Star Wars movie, so of course it was great. And that's what I'm wrestling with, too, because it's like, is Thor on there because it's a Marvel movie and it's the best Marvel movie that I saw this year? For me... Or is it on there because that's one of the best movies I had because I had a really great time? Yeah, for me, Thor was a really great time. In the same in the same light that I had mentioned, uh, Perfume Genius was an album that brought me warmth in a uh-huh. time, which is a lot of darkness. 2017 was hard. It's being hard. I look for brightness in wherever I can find it. Thor was nothing but that. The message of Thor really really hit me, really got me good. The jokes, the color palette, the characters, mm-hmm. the representation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, like every every piece of that was joyful for me. And that that's what made it notable because it's been a lot of bleak everything. Everything else has been uh, a lot of desperation. Now, I'm, I, I've, am sort of on the fence with at least one of my movies because I recently watched Lady Bird. I watched Lady Bird. And I really loved Lady Bird because Lady Bird reminded me of being that age. And that that felt like a very personal viewing experience. But I haven't ha- I haven't spent enough time with Lady Bird to decide where I am with it. But I loved it. It was also one of my top. <sighs> I watched Lady Bird and I was like, okay, this is a movie. Yeah, it's a very, it's a slice of life. Yeah, yeah. I Coming mean, I, I've, I've seen all the, oh, this movie, and I'm like, sure. The big sick is way better than this. Yeah, well, yeah. The big sick is good. Big sick is good. But it's not like when I watched Lady Bird, I was kind of like, why is this special? Mm. I just don't. I, it's 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 a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really trying to find out why why this movie. Sure. Can you? You got anything for that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, Lady Bird felt almost nostalgic of of fear, of excitement, of concern that I'm going to stay in my small town where I grew up, okay. of the balance of feeling pressured and stressed by my parents with knowing that they love me, but they love me sometimes too hard, and I don't know how to love them properly mm-hmm. and the, the the resolution of the film and and the way that they learn to communicate their appreciation for each other in spite of all of that friction uh i i felt like it was really honest like painfully honest about the experience of being that age in a way that wasn't tried for laughs like we're not just pulling out stuff because it's going to be funny on the screen but like this is what it's about this is what it feels like and mm-hmm. it's funny because it's awkward and mm-hmm. it's real the the performances in it felt good i liked the 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 actors i liked the story i liked how earnest it was it was a very earnest movie yeah it felt genuine and it reminded me of being that age. And that 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 made my, my heart ache a little bit. Like, mm. man, I remember when, when... Sometimes I say, man, I, I wish things were so simple. Like when I was a teenager. It wasn't simple then either. And that movie kind of reminded me of that. Okay. And uh, I appreciated it for that. I thought they, Greta Gerwig did an incredible job with it. Great, 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 great. Yeah, I don't have anything negative to say about the movie. I guess I was just trying to find... It did hit you in that spot. Uh, yeah, I was trying to find out what, what's so special about this movie. But, um, yeah. 
that helps me that helps me understand perspective on why one would find something unique about that. Yeah. No, so for for me, what I would do with your list, I think Thor Ragnarok belongs on the list. I figured it out. What? Thor Ragnarok belongs on the list. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, because... No, that, why, no what happened to Planet of the Apes? Because Planet of the Apes was good. It was good. It just... I don't think it's going to stick with me. Sure. As the same way, as far as all the rest of the stuff I saw. So... I got Thor Ragnarok number five, Girl Strip number four, Mother number three, Logan number two, Get Out number one. That's it. That's it. Yep. It was a good uh, movie year. Yes. 2017 has been a great year for movies. I I was also thinking about Dunkirk. I did enjoy Dunkirk a lot. I was thinking about The Shape of Water, which I really enjoyed a lot. There are a lot of movies I haven't even seen yet. I want to see The Disaster Artist. I wonder if that would belong on my list. I haven't caught it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, um, how about worst movies? Worst movies? I got some worst movies. Can you think of any off the top of your head? Because I know oh. I'm getting ahead. Of, you know, you didn't get a chance to. Justice League is in my top five. Really? Of worst movies. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else was really bad. Hmm. Did you like Valerian? Haven't seen it yet. Okay. Very excited for it. I, you know how I feel about Jupiter Ascending, and I feel like this is the, the distant cousin. Maybe the not-so-distant cousin of Jupiter Ascending. So I haven't seen you know, it. Like, when you, I have seen it. Yeah. When you say distant cousin. Feels right? Yeah. All right. That, that, that comment, they feel like they're from the same tribe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They might have been, you know, a couple, couple miles, miles over. But. Uh, what were your, your maligned <laughs> movies of 2017? Um, this, this, this might be, this might be, I don't know, might be overdoing it. Okay. But don't you dare say Blade Runner 2049. Don't you do it. Don't, don't even move your map. You don't even know what I'm about to say. Shut it. You don't even know what I'm about to say. Go ahead. Okay. So first thing, I got a couple questions. Did Power Rangers come out in 2017? Yes. Woof. Haven't seen it. Was it that rough? It is not a good movie. <laughs> um, but okay. So before before I get there, um, let's talk about movies I actually did see. Yeah. Um, well, Power Rangers, that's an honorable mention, but that's that's not as bad. Dishonorable. Actually, mention. you know what? Now that I mentioned Power Rangers, I gotta move some stuff around. Wow. Um, hey, what are you doing on your phone right now? I'm trying to you get make it a spreadsheet. I'm trying to get it right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think um, Okay. Yeah, we're gonna move. Some All right, stuff. get yourself we're together. Gonna, we're gonna move some stuff down. Think about it. Uh, okay, so, gosh, yeah, that is a bad movie. Okay, so, okay, so worst movie. Yep. That I've seen this year is Power Rangers. Dang, it's really bad. Okay, it's not a good movie at all. I know some people enjoyed it. They wrong. <laughs> I did not enjoy it. <laughs> Um, no, that's not the worst. See, because I'm doing it on the fly. Okay. Um, my number five is here's my number five. My number five is Atomic Blonde. Oh, really? Worst. There's stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's at the bottom of the barrel. Mm. Number five is Atomic Blonde. That was not a good movie. Can I just put one in here, real quick? Put it in your list. The Mummy. I didn't see it. Oof. <laughs> I heard. Yeah. All right. Atomic Blonde. Uh-huh. That's number five. Uh-huh. Uh, number four, Power Rangers. Okay. 
You, Number three. Now, congratulations to the Power Rangers for moving you, from you top worst to the top. Number four. three. All eyes on me. Oh, 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 I, for, oh I forgot about all eyes on me. That I John totally forgot about that. Was terrible. That, that was not. Oh my gosh. Oh, I felt bad. Oh <laughs> I felt God. bad for everybody involved. Good lord, that yeah. was bad. Yikes. Number two, Great Wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number one, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Yeah. <laughs> that joke was terrible. You, okay. Terrible. Okay. Terrible. Okay. Terrible. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm comprising my list there as you, as you yeah. remind me of some things. Okay. So my my top five worst movies. The Mummy was horrendous. Horrendous. Everything about that movie sucked. Everything. And it's it sucked so bad that all of the plans that they had for like the, the dark universe stopped. Canceled. Yes. They canceled. It's so bad it affected other movies. Good golly. That was so rough. Yeah. Okay. I also want to move on to another movie that I wish I hadn't watched. Dark Tower. I didn't see that. Didn't do it. But I heard it was Did bad. Did not do it for me. Not a fan of that. I... I am still to this day perplexed by how that movie was the interpretation of that book of the same name. It doesn't make any sense to me. And how dare you put Idris Elba in a bad movie? It's not right. It doesn't work. The cast should have lifted that movie up, but did not. Also, Justice League. Justice League was truly bad. Yeah. I, I mentioned to you, I watched it again recently. And it was worse the second time. Yeah. It was like, but there's stuff that was worse. <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was definitely yeah. things that that was that were worse than that. Um. That that is what I could come up with. I'm trying to think of what else I saw. I didn't spend too much. time. Why is Triple X the Return of Xander Cage not on your list? Because I knew what I was getting. I knew exactly what right, it was. I don't want to spend any more time on this. Uh. You know what? Here, here's a controversial one. So bad. It's, but I knew exact. I knew it was going to be bad. Okay. I knew it was going to be Sam Jackson talking about kick flips and extreme sports, and I knew I was ready. And I can't complain about the food if I would knew I was eating out of a dumpster. I just who am Why I going to talk to a dumpster? about? Dumpster. I made the choice. Okay. Okay. Desperation. I will say, Kingsman Two. Really? Didn't do it. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't like it. I liked the first ones a lot. I really enjoyed the first one. I liked it. And I think the second one didn't capitalize or honor the Maybe first one. Maybe that's my version. All. I knew what I knew what I was getting into. Entirely possible. I mean, it's it's a it's an action, it's an action, you know, agreed. Nonsense movie. Agreed. But the second one was lazy, man. Like the, the I think of Sam Jackson again. Sam Jackson's character, the villain in the first Kingsman movie, was so good. Was interesting with the the lisp and his aversion to gore and violence. Yeah, all of the things that he incorporated into the character made him really interesting. And what did they do with the villain in the second one? Well, she likes things that look like they were from the fifties. I don't know. That was it. Honorable mention: Ghost in the Shell. Oh, oof! Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah, that was not good. Yeah, that was offensive. Not That's good. That's why. Yeah, I hate that troll. But I, I think I think the actual movie was better than Atomic Blonde. Mm. The actual movie. Itself. I'm surprised Atomic Blonde made your top five. Because Atomic Blonde is what I think 2049 was trying to do. It was pretty. It was action scenes, 
but what is this movie about? Hmm. It's like, what's happening in this movie? There's moments of her smoking a cigarette and just posing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're these really cool, it was a gorgeous movie. retro, yeah. pretty to look at sure. scenes. But it's like, what's this movie actually about, though? Like, what's actually, what do you, what's the story you're actually yeah. telling me here? I, and I, the story was nothing. I, yeah. Like, nothing's happening in this movie. And when you, at the end of it, you're like, so she's a badass? I guess the, like you tried to do John Wick without the st- you tried to do you tried to do John Wick make it make it Blade Runner beautiful mm-hmm. but wow. it made Blade Runner Blade, Blade Runner, Runner beautiful, beautiful yeah. with you know sexy female lead uh-huh. not as good act- action scenes were fine you know what I mean this this stairwell action scene action scene yeah. was great like I mean fine the action scene are right, cool that that scene was excellent but. I can just watch the action scene on YouTube. Sure. Or I can watch The Raid. Sure. You know what I'm sure, saying? Sure. All in, pick one or two. Like, The Raid action scenes are way better. But the story of The Raid is actually... Even though the story of The Raid is simple, mm-hmm. it is well executed. It is a simple story. But the story is like, okay, that's what we're going to do. Sure. Let's go do it. Sure. And I think Atomic Blonde could have been the same way. Sure. That's what we're going to do. We're gonna go do it, yeah. But it's they, they made it all convoluted and, and, and complicated, yeah. and I so double agents and spies. That's and the thing. That's like, the thing about that movie. What? Atomic Blind really could have been great, and this was a movie based on a comic book. Yeah, uh, Atomic Blind really could have been great if it had taken away the correct lesson from John Wick. Which is all you need to do is simple, simple, simple. Pare it down. Yeah. Make space for good action. Yeah. We we're out of here. That's Revenge. It. So we if the, it, basically, hey, what's the story about? Um, uh, his wife is dead. Killed his dog. Revenge. That's it. That's it. And then gun fu. Gun fu. That's it. Let's do it. Yeah. Cars, uh, motorcycles, machine guns. And Atomic blonde. Atomic blonde is what if John Wick had a uh, unnecessary convoluted story. Yeah. And and I think for me that is absolutely a detracting statement. But the fact that this was an action movie and the star was a queer woman was dope. It all, I, I, I really but it enjoyed it. It almost that. seemed like they just kind of slapped that in there. Could, it's yeah. like, well what well what does this have yeah. to do? I tell me I want like, there it doesn't to be. mean that having a sex scene in a movie has to make sense. No, no, no. There's no. There's plenty of times it's happened in movies. It just seems like this movie was just trudging along mm. like we we have to get to the end of this mm. you know mm-hmm. so we're just gonna get to the end sure. why are we getting there i don't know this is what's in the script there were good performances from from uh yeah what's 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 our man Char- charles xavier yeah he was great but even what was he doing not sure what is he even what, 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 unclear exactly mr split himself yeah anyway that's my uh controversy that's my top five yeah 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 all right, so last, I'm going to go through my top five personal moments, personal achievements in 2017. All right, so these were big moments for you in this past year, things that happened maybe outside of this space, outside of this show, maybe things we hadn't even talked about. Right. Top five. Number five, Shin Godzilla one-year anniversary. My man. One-year anniversary, October 11th, 2017, of the kidney transplant. That's a big deal. You know what's horrible? What's I was that? thinking of the, my top five experiences. I was like, was it kidney thing this year? When was that? <laughs> Well, it's, I mean, oh, yeah. that's not bad. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Because it feels like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Even though it is a big deal. Certainly. And that just goes to show the blessing that has come from it. You're not having complications. I'm not having complications. Feeling good. Listen, man, God is good. God is, you know, yes. God is a healthy kidney. 
Shingato. I don't know if he's a healthy kidney. Well, However, <laughs> God is good. All right, number four, started, completed, super friendly design apprenticeship. Hey, congratulations to you. I am a it's major. designer. That is made. Yes, you are. I get paid to design. That's yeah. a big deal. That's number four. Number three, I designed an app. Yes, you did. Absolutely. Took, I put a lot of work into that thing. It looks good. I actually designed an app. Number five. I mean, number two, five-year wedding Well, you're just not even going to talk about what the app is? Not even going to say a word about it? I mean... I designed an app. Number two, <laughs> come on! Like, anything. Sneak peek. It is a... It's the new Flappy Bird. It's a pull list app. Cool. There it is. There it it's is. It's not Flappy Bird. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, number two, five-year wedding anniversary with my wife. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. That is a big deal. Cinco. Everybody's still alive. It's <laughs> huge. Look... At God. She tried to take your kidneys first, and I said, Look now wait! God. Yeah. He held it together. Uh, number one, the birth of my daughter, Zuri. Hey. Number one. Welcome to the for world. For sure. Mm-hmm. That's my top five. Now, she's on my list, too. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My top five. Okay. In my top five. So, well, I did not commemorate the year anniversary of Shin Godzilla, but the way that I chose to do that is in my top five most powerful, important experiences in 2017 was the birth of my goddaughter, of Zuri, mm. August 5th. That's, that's major. She's alive. She's alive. And, and as far as I'm concerned, like that is, that is apart, apart from you standing here, mm-hmm. uh, the, the greatest result of Shin Godzilla yeah. possible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very proud and excited to have her in the world. Um, and that is easily in my top five from 2017. Mm-hmm. As if I did, like, I mean, Shin Godzilla, yeah, but I didn't do nothing on that one. So that one's easy. Well, I just reaped the benefit of that one. Well, you did. The fact that it, it, it even it happened is because of you. Sure. Well, you know, I was I was there. I was the supporter. I in, just co-signed. Indeed. Yeah, you definitely co-signed for sure. Uh, this year, we launched the Comic Book Junto Patreon. We did. That is a highlight That's for true. me in October of 2017. We've been talking about that for a minute. We've been talking about that for a, a long time, for a grip, and we finally put that up. We invited all y'all inside, and it has blown me away to see the support and love and contribution Absolutely. from everyone who is listening to this and the the, the podcasts and and. I think our conversations and the community, all of those things have benefit from having more people involved. Mm-hmm. The Facebook group makes my day every day. Uh, I can't wait for more of that. And that, that excites me. Yes. Also, Power Man and Iron Fist number 15. Yeah. I read that comic book having no idea what I was getting into. One, didn't realize it was the last issue. Mm-hmm. Two, had no idea that in the letters column, Sanford Green would mention Octavius and myself yeah. by name yeah. as moments that were important to him during the trajectory of that story, of that project. Yeah. That was very meaningful to me. Uh, David Walker, Sanford Green, shout out to both of you guys. Shout out to you guys. Very important to me. Your work is very important to me. I will follow all of your work uh, because of that. And uh, David F. Walker got Bitterroot coming out next year. That's right. I'm going to be looking into that. Yeah. Sanford Green's going to be illustrating that. So that's David F. Walker and Sanford Green coming together. Sanford Green's got an a, a anime or like something like that he's working tune. on. That oh, looks amazing. Comic book kind of thing. Yeah. So they've got a lot of really good stuff coming. But that was a highlight of, of my year. That like completely tore me apart. Did not expect that whatsoever. Yeah. This year, I officiated two weddings. That's right. In 2017, I was there for one of them. I officiated two weddings. You were there for one of them. That was outstanding. I had a great time. It was it was a tremendous honor for me to be a part of both of those 
very important moments in, in, in those people's lives. I was uh, very proud to be invited to do that, to be asked and trusted to be the person who guides that experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, was, that was powerful. I'll think about that all the time. Yeah. And uh, I visited Cambodia in February. That was my Thailand trip. That's right. Adam went to Thailand. We had uh, guest co-hosts Karama. here on Comic Book Junto. Karama the Blur Girl. That's right. And, and, and that Chuck was Styles. and Chuck Styles. That was that was really cool. That was really exciting to see other people, you know, do their thing on the show and talk with you. And I, I had a lot of fun listening back to that. But I visited Cambodia and specifically the trip to Cambodia and to the temple of Angkor Wat was very significant to me. I've never seen anything like that in my life up until that point. Angkor Wat is, I think, the largest religious structure in the world. Uh, that that temple. And it is, I mean, truly mind-blowing. Truly, truly mind-blowing. Built by the Khmer. It was originally to to honor like the Hindu religion. And then it was taken over and converted into a Buddhist temple. And then back to Hindu and then back to Buddhist. And it was right. taken over by the Khmer Rouge. The history that was that, that was in those walls felt like I, I didn't deserve to look upon those things. And the experience that I had being in that space made me very grateful for all of the things that have led me to that point in time. Mm-hmm. I was very grateful for my presence. And uh, that was that was major, man. That was, that was a really big deal. I had a great time in Cambodia. So that's, that's my top five. Top five, top five, top five. That's right. Internet, that's episode, what, is it 84? 84. That's the top five things that we wanted to talk about. We wanted to, we remember, we were reflecting on for 2017. What are your top fives? Want to hear back from you. Please feel free to tweet at us, at Octavius A. Newman, at Adam Tedris, at Comic Book Junto. Send us your emails, comicbookjunto at barefoot.com. Send us questions, hashtag AskCBJ on Twitter. Please get back at, back to us, talk to us. Give us your feedback. We want to hear from you. We want to know what your top five mm-hmm. moments of 2017 were. We're excited for 2018. It's we're going to be a big to, year. To Lord willing to get this thing on YouTube. It's going to be a big year. We're trying to make that happen. 2018 is going to happen. Yeah. Um, please consider, if you like this podcast, number one, subscribe. Number two, leave us five stars and a positive comment. Number three, recommend this to someone else. Send it to someone. Tweet it to someone. Message someone on Facebook. Text it to somebody. Invite them to join the Junto. Invite them to listen in. And consider... Subscribe to our Patreon. Consider pledging to be a part of our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Comic Junto. If you like what we got going on, want to see us continue to do in 2018 mm-hmm. and even flourish more in 2018, consider being a Patreon subscriber. That's right. That would help us out a lot. And as we go into 2018, uh, I hope as you listen to this show, know that the reason we get together is because of our Patreon supporters. It's because of all of our listeners. It's because of the people who tweet at us and hit us up on Facebook and write us letters, handwritten letters, yes. and send us swag, and yeah. take pictures of the swag that you bought from Comic Book Junto. Right. All of the things that you do, they, they, they power us. Yeah. It makes us feel like we're supposed to be here. That's no small thing. It really isn't. So um, everything that we did in 2017 was made possible by you. And we appreciate that. Very much. I'm excited to do more. And as we do go into the new year, hold your head high. Resist the empire. Indeed. Continue doing what you're doing. Right. And, um, you know, we'll see you next year. Right. We only get one time a year when we can say that and not be a complete ass. Right. See you next year. Oh, you're just going to avoid me for six months? That's correct. <laughs> it's like, you know what you are? You're just, you're just scum. 
You're like, rebel scum. Rebel scum. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. I have to add a real quick category. Forgive me. Okay. Uh, top five worst comics. R.L. Stein's man thing. All right. You rat. You. I see you. What? You monster. Wow. I'm talking about this. This part's strictly for Stein. Okay. So uh, that's number. That's one. Yeah. What are the other four? <laughs> Same thing. Ditto, 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 ditto. <laughs> Ad nauseum. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. Because Man Thing doesn't have a mouth. That's right. Got that's it. Correct. Okay. Got yeah. it. That's correct. Got it. So that's episode 84. That's 2017. We appreciate you guys for hanging with us. We love y'all. Until next year. Peace. <laughs>